saw you jump the Utah train. But I could not say, I could not say. morning how's everyone doing happy wednesday i always <clears throat> always drink coffee and take a big old drink and then try to talk before i swallow it then sound sound dumb well anyway uh uh on jj <laughs> quick on jj on john boy and jake radio we do like weird news and i always present the weird news in a deep voice like this and in florida a man lived on tropical island claiming it as his home during quarantine. And I did that voice on a breakdown last night. And the I I thought it was very obvious that I was... Do- well, someone in John Boy and Jake Radio said, do breakdowns in this voice. So credit to that person. And I was like, yeah, that'd be funny if I started one off like that. My headphone cords all tripped up. So anyway, I did that. Comments cracked me up last night. People were like... Thinking, <laughs> I don't even know. It's not understanding it was a fake voice. Clearly a fake voice. Clearly a fake voice. Um, today's schedule Wednesday. Kind of a light day, but the talking baseball that comes out today is pretty big. A lot of stuff going on. Trevor's tidbits. We dived, we dived fully into um, everything that Trevor's heard about baseball coming back on spring training on June and and... Uh, regular season on July and and where that plan is at, how Trev heard it, um, and some more details about it. Some cool, interesting tidbits that I'm not going to share here. Go listen to Talking Baseball if you're interested in that, because uh, it's good news if you like baseball and uh, you can see where Trev's coming from and a little more details on his tweet that put everyone into a frenzy the other day and all that. Uh, Good morning, everyone. All right, I got both chats up, Periscope and YouTube. Good morning to Dominic Phillip. Good morning to Michael Benvenuti, who says it's 6 a.m., which I'm guessing he lives in the West Coast. Not everyone lives in the same time zone. Uh, morning to Juan Cup. Uh, and good morning. Can you do your voice in the YouTube video? Oh, I already did that. Wow, easy request. Cool. All right. The weather today in Bonanza, Idaho is 49 degrees. Little fun fact about Bonanza, Idaho. No one lives there. It's a ghost town, old mining town, Bonanza. Gold everywhere. And then they left. I was looking at Google images of it, and I think there's some really cool, like, leftovers uh, of, like, what's left over there. I think you may be able to take tours of it. Let me see if I can switch this uh, for you real quick. Um, This isn't really filled out exactly, but look at, look at these Bonanza, Idaho, little, little old houses and shit. This one looks cool. Clicking the wrong part of the screen. So anyway, Bonanza, Idaho. 
it is however many degrees I just said. 49. Bonanza, Idaho. No one lives there, though. But you can still get the weather on Google as long as you type it in and ask Google to tell you the weather. Random baseball player of the day. We spun the wheel. We landed on Jim Dorsey. Dorsey? I'm going to say Dorsey for the remainder of this. And it was tough. It was tough to find a lot of info on Jim Dorsey. It was tough. He was part of a huge trade at one point. People compared it to the Mookie Betts trade in a way. He's from Cleveland. He was drafted by the Angels out of high school. And he said, no, thank you. I'm going to go to college. So he goes to college. And then the next year, he's drafted. Two years later, he's drafted by the Dodgers in the second round. First time the the Angels tried to take him in the 21st round. Then he's drafted by the Dodgers in the second round. He's a pitcher. And he says, no, thanks. I'm going to stay in college, which is kind of, that one's kind of ballsy. I was like, whoa. Uh, then the Angels draft him again the following year, another year after college, second round again. So he accepts it. I'm guessing he was done with school or three years in. <clears throat> and he goes into the minor leagues for a while and pitches for a while. He gets called up in 1980. And uh, in 1980, September of 1980, I think he's 24 years old. He gets four starts. Let me see if I have, if I can do this. I'm trying to navigate all these new screens as best I can. Um, so here we go. Why is it like that? I'm trying to figure out why it's not full screen. Because I feel like that would be better. Okay, there we go. So I don't have a lot. Of, there's no bio on this guy. I just know that he came up and he got four starts and they were all pretty bad. Like three point for people that are just listening on the podcast app and can't see the screen. 3.2 innings, six earned runs, 3.1 innings, three earned runs, five innings. Hey, he got there. Four earned runs, 3.23. So he's only 20 something years old at the time. So like, all right, it's okay. But he goes back down and then he gets traded. Big trade. The Red Sox have Fred Lynn, who's a fan favorite, rookie of the year, MVP, same season. Uh, And they want to trade him because his contract's got one more year left. They're fighting in arbitration and they don't want the Yankees to get him. So they just trade him. They trade him to the Angels. And in return, they get uh, Joe Rudy and Frank Tanana, who are, you know, uh, aging older like uh, they were stars they were a commodity um but i think they only had one year in their contract too so then the fifth wheel of the trade was our dude fred dorsey who made four starts the year before second round pick promising starting pitcher he goes to the red Sox. they go to stick him in pawtucket right away he spends two full seasons in the minor leagues before seeing the bigs uh and then and then they convert him to a reliever. And in 84, he saw two games, one good outing, one bad. Then uh, pitched two games in 85 as well and got blown up in both. And I have here his last inning as a big leaguer. How many nicknames do we have back in the in 85? Dwight, Wade, Jim, Bill, Mike, Rich, Glenn, Steve, Marty. 
I don't think many of those are nicknames, if any at all. I mean, Wade Boggs' name is Wade, right? I feel dumb for even clicking that, but it's the only one that, like, maybe. Wade Anthony Boggs, yeah, okay. No nicknames, see? 80s, no nicknames. If you were the Angels, Rod, Daryl, Jerry, Reggie, Mike, Rupert, Doug, Bobby, Rob, Brian, Bob, Dick, Kirk. No nicknames. Got to go way back in time. Anyway, check out Jim Dorsey's last inning. His last four batters is so tough. So he goes line out, fly ball to Rod Carew. Hey, hey. He walks Daryl Sconiers. I don't know. Reggie Jackson hits a home run off of him. Then he walked the next three batters and came out. So the last five hitters of his professional career is four walks and a home run. Tough, tough final go for him. Like I said, there's no bio on this dude. The only thing that I found was an article from the New York Times about the trade. It was a dramatic five-player exchange that sent Lynn back home to California with Steve Renko. All the, I already told you all this. Uh, and then the wonderful people at The Athletic recently interviewed him because they're doing this whole piece on, let me find it, and shout out to Steve Buckley who wrote it. These guys have been the other player in a superstar trade, and now Jeter Downs will seek to surpass their legacy. Um, and they did a whole catch-up with him on the trade because he was like, he was the one with promise in the trade, and it didn't pan out. Uh, and he says, at first I thought the trade was a good thing for me. I'm thinking I'm getting traded for Fred Lint. Fred Lint! So maybe I'll have a chance. But I was cut in spring training, and the way it worked out, they were stacked in the minor leagues. They had Bruce Hurst, Bobby Ojeda, Oil Can, Oil Can Boyd. Uh, but he says, but it worked out. I got an 11-year pro career. It wasn't too bad. And he made the fucking majors, so probably his lifelong goal. And then he says that all of his friends always go to Fred Lynn things and say, hey, do you, do you know uh, Jim Dorsey? You, he got traded for you. And Fred Lynn says, no, I don't know that guy. And then his friends say, hey, Fred doesn't even know about you. We just asked him. And that's all I could find on Fred Lynn. I mean, not Fred Lynn. It's all I could find on uh, Dorsey. So that's the Jim Dorsey story. 11-year career, getting paid to play baseball. His time in the majors, not that fun. Home run to Reggie Jackson, though. So that's like, if you're going to give up a home run, let it be someone who's got a big name is the classic saying. Everyone's been saying that for years. If you're going to give it a home run, pause, 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 pause. Let it be someone who's, pause, pause, got a big name. Classic saying. Put that on tombstones. Uh, okay. Look at the chat again. Good morning. Good morning. Let me guess. He's suing the MLB for a concussion. I don't know if you're talking about something else. That doesn't make sense to me. But cool. Next up, book. Rummaged through my books, picked up this one. His name is very similar to mine. It's Tim O'Brien. My name is Jim O'Brien, although only like five people call me Jim. Five people and everyone in Connecticut, because when I moved to Connecticut, everyone in Connecticut, they just shorten everything. The fucking cafeteria is the CAF. The computer lab's the comp lab. They just shorten it. I was like, well, you guys shorten everything, at least in Pomp Rock High School. That's what it was. And they shortened my name to Jim, which was the only place I moved. I moved six different places 
Everyone else just called me Jimmy because that was my name. And then they shortened it to Tim. And I have a big vendetta against the name Tim because when I moved to Australia the first time, all the moving, the moving people, they boxed up my room and they wrote Tim's room on every single box. And I was eight years old at the time. And I went in there with a Sharpie and I hooked all those T's to J's. My name wasn't Tim, you motherfuckers. It's Jim. And ever since then, see that name Tim, and I'm like, ah. more rigid version of Tim. Fucking Jim is what I meant. Anyway, Tim O'Brien, things they carried. I really like this book. I think it got backlash recently because there's a whole like uh, daydream short story about a woman joining the army, and I think he probably wrote some messed up things. There's tons of quotes I used to like from this book, or I have... War, here's one. War is nasty. War is fun. War is thrilling. War is drudgery. War makes you a man. War makes you dead. How about that? There's one short story in this book. If you guys don't know what this book is, Tim, Tim O'Brien was in Vietnam War, and he wrote a book and it's a bunch of short stories all about it. I think a lot of people have to read this in high school. I didn't have to. I read it for fun, which maybe means I enjoyed it more because any book that you're forced to read automatically makes it harder to enjoy. There's a... Uh, you make your material where you find it, which is in your life at the intersection of past and present. There's, there is though, if I pick this up, if I just randomly pick it up, there is a, the short story that I read the most, which is, is it how to, speaking of courage, 131. And it's about this guy, this kid who comes back from Vietnam war. And I think it's 4th of July. And, He's just driving around the lake, just doing laps around the town lakes, Norman Bowker. And uh, he doesn't have the courage to like get out and like face society because he kind of got like uh, PTSD, which they didn't really have a name for. That's the story I go back to and read all the time. And then Tim O'Brien had to put like a note set in the back end, like, hey, I made this up. It's not true because so many people thought it was a real story. Yeah. Like, look, he had to be like, Notes. Speaking of courage is fiction. This is a good book. I like I like this book. I oh dude, I tried to read another Tim O'Brien book. Let me see. After this one. I think I read a couple and I sorry, sorry, Tim. I didn't like your other books. Um just being honest. But I only read two others. What going after trying to find this. Tim O'Brien discography. Tomcat and Love. I definitely tried that, and I didn't care for it that much. I can remember that name. Dude's written a lot of books. Um, whoa. This is a... Uh, oh, I wrote Tim O'Brien discography, not bibliography. So there's a musician. A lot of Tim O'Brien's out there. Show me. Just give me a a bullet point list of his books. Why do websites not know how to give people information? Just fucking so annoying. Tim O'Brien, wiki, author, works. We're finding it, found it. Uh, Northern Lights, I read that one. Going after, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Going after... Cashioto. 
That's the Tim O'Brien book. Okay, so all right, I read a look. I read a lot. I read Tomcat and Love. I read the things they carried. I read In the Lake of the Woods, and I read Northern Lights. But I think it was going after. I don't know how you pronounce it, Cashioto, where I was like, uh, I think I'm going to stop reading Tim O'Brien books for a while. One of the more disappointing or frustrating books to ever read. Anyway, but the things they carry, that's a good one. And um, it's kind of it. The day-to-day, we got John Boy and Jake Radio coming up, which is there. And then uh, Watching Baseball will be dropped on YouTube channel I believe this is the 2017 World Series. Astros beat the Dodgers. So we watched the crazy game. That one like 13 to 12 or something like that. I forget what it was. Uh, That's the game that we watched there. And then we have, uh, after we were recording John Boy Jake Radio today, Jake, myself, and Trevor are recording an interview with a guest for Talking Baseball for Friday's show. So that's exciting. And I'll probably try to make some more voice uh, breakdowns. Maybe I'll do like a high pitch voice to start it and see if people think that that is a joke voice or they just think their speakers are messing up. Lake of the Woods. I live there. Anyway. Hello. Flower Channel is... Ooh, it seems like spam. Looking like a Pacific North- Northwesterner in that flannel, says... Um, Uh, yeah, I put on a flannel today because I just wanted to feel different. Don't worry. I got sweats on. Just wanted to feel different besides a t-shirt and a, and a hoodie. It's like, maybe it'll get me in a different mindset. Um, are you a morning person? Because you look like it's three in the afternoon. It's kind of funny. I thought you were going to say I look like I look tired, but then you said three in the afternoon, which means I look in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, no, I'm not really a morning person, but I have to, I kind of have to be. Uh, I worked in the wedding industry for like six years and that's a lot of nights. And I just, I, if I had it my way, like I would, I would get all my work done from like 8 PM to midnight, but I can't do that anymore. Cause you know, KD lives here. We eat dinners together. We watch shows at night together, wake up, got to record in the morning. So I'm becoming a forced morning person. Uh, what's your KBO team? I don't know. I don't have one. Cool. That is iambic pentameter. Yeah, but I realized it wasn't a name. Uh, anyway. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, you Jojo. Yeah, I know you're. I saw you, shouldn't be you.